the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. I have Karen Whiting here today, and it's such a pleasure because I have had her on the show before, and we are back together again today. I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, Karen. Oh, thanks for having me. I always enjoy you, Jennifer. (laughs) Same here. I enjoy you so much, mom to mom and grandma to grandma, and we have lots to talk about always. Yes, we do, and it was so great to get to meet you in person last summer. Yes, it was. You know, when we met, I was still in treatment uh, all the time, and I'm so much better, so I can't wait to see each other again. I'll have so much more energy and so much more clarity, and it'll be really good. That will be great. I'll be praying that you'll be really healthy. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm fully well now and so much better, and I'm excited uh, about what all this year has in store. I, I wanted to talk today, we wanted to talk about a, a difficult time in your life when God brought you peace. Do you want to share the story? Sure. Way back when my children were tamed down to a preschooler, I... I had a point where my husband was off on military orders. He served in the Coast Guard. And we had a hurricane come our way, a major Cat 4 hurricane. At that point, it became the worst hurricane to hit the U.S. uh, land. And we've had worse since, I think. But that was Cat 4. It was very devastating. We were told we were in a zip code that we could not leave. I couldn't drive a couple hours to my mother-in-law's house to be safer because we were in an area that was not supposed to be hit. But in the middle of the night, it took a 90-degree turn, and we got a direct hit on our house. I saw it was happening as I watched these huge trees. There's wide around is a big oak tree, but they're called gumbo limbo or Taurus trees, and they were bending in half. And I thought, if they're bending in half, we're getting hit. So I said to my daughter, who was helping me, the others were all asleep, get everybody up, get them into my closet, and let's get upstairs. And that was the first thing we did at that point. How many minutes did you have at that point until it did hit? Well, it was already hitting, but I really don't know quite when they it broke through our doors of the house because I went upstairs before that happened, and we went into the closet. So all we did was listen, Then I have no clue when it really started hitting the house, but we were already getting uh, pounding and things hitting, and at some point uh, some debris broke an upstairs window, and that's when you really have damage because we didn't have hurricane shutters at the time. Miami had not had a hurricane in 40 years. People weren't even talking about hurricane shutters back then, so we didn't have them, and that was, uh, you know, devastating in that way because we did sustain, and this is de- a couple decades ago, $99,000 in damage. 
My mm. oldest was only 15. My youngest was two. So, uh, you know, that's a lot of kids, a lot of ages, and we'd wake up off and on during the night. At every time they woke up or anyone woke up, I started reading from the Bible and we'd pray in the wee hours of the morning. And I, I'm thinking at first, well, you know, I'm still getting cool air because we had this funny opening to the attic in our bedroom closet, the master bedroom closet, but it had a major beam going across it. No one could have gotten up that way. They had also put in stairs to get up there, but because it flapped and hit that beam and I didn't feel rain and I knew it, I was still getting some coolness from the vent that was up there, that we still had a roof over us probably. And we did over that part of the house, not all of it, but I didn't know that then. And we were okay. But at that point, I read Jesus calming the storm, and I prayed for Jesus to calm the storm. And that second that I finished that prayer, everything stopped. It was absolutely quiet. We just mm. sat there for a couple minutes when my oldest son in the back of the closet pipes up, and he said, Mom, you should have read that one first. <laughs> I could have started with that one. How long were you in that closet? Oh, we were there about five hours. Five hours with five kids. Whoo! That yes, was a, that yes. probably felt more like twenty hours. I it just seemed like it didn't end, and I did say to that son, I said, Michael, you're right. I should have read that one first. And ever since then, any storm that comes, that's what I go back to first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all that's <laughs> But and I guess left. you didn't have a cell phone to call your husband or he was away. Where was he actually located? He was actually up in Rhode Island in Connecticut at the time. He uh, doing some work there because he worked with shipyards all over the country in his position. And I started out of the closet with the two oldest children, had the next two watching the little one. And I started down the stairs to see what was going on. At the top of the stairs, we could see how much water was there. Furniture slammed around. The front doors were wide open and things like that. So I said, I told Michael to go get to the garage, get the nails and wood, and hammer that door closed. I said, we're going to have to get it replaced anyway. And as I'm going down the stairs after he ran ahead of me to do that, I hear God's voice say, pick up the phone. I just laughed and said, right, pick up the phone. <laughs> then I said, oh, Lord. I'm really sorry. I should not talk to you that way. I will go. I will pick up the phone. I went. I picked up the phone, and I had a dial tone. And I said, oh. okay, God, who do I call? And one after another, he gave me phone numbers to call. And of all things, things in the kitchen, even my doors to the pantry had blown open, and all the stock, the stack of 100 new paper plates were gone. I said, they must have looked like flying saucers going out into the Everglades. But this one little piece of paper was stuck on the counter that had the phone number of the hotel my husband was at and my girlfriend's number that he had dinner at the night before at, with her and her husband. And I called her and gave her the number. I said, Ellen, do not talk. Don't say anything. Just get paper, pencil, listen, and do what I'm asking you to do. And I said, we've had a tremendous hurricane call Jim tell him that we're still in the house but we have a lot of damage but we can stay here for now and then call my parents this is their number and tell them that we're okay we'll be just fine there is some damage but don't worry and you know that's what I told her then I continued on I called my insurance company my brother-in-law called in my husband's secretary called in when I said something about having called the insurance she says oh 
I didn't think to do that. She hung up, and we both lost our dial tone. She wasn't able to call the insurance, but I had talked to both sides of our family and everyone I needed to at that point. I didn't have phone service again for about four days. Hmm. That was a miracle that you had that phone service. And I wonder how I did you, you know, keep your head on straight in such a traumatic time? You know, I guess it was the Lord completely. It was totally the Lord. Once he did that and I had the dial tone as long as I needed it, I said, well, God, I know you're in control of everything that's happening to us. We will be okay. And that gave me a great sense of peace knowing that I had done that and that Ellen would go ahead and make those calls, didn't even think about it again. And my secretary knew. And so it ended up she was able to, I guess her husband went over to see some of the other guys who worked for Jim because they came out to the house and helped put the fence up. I was That's the one thing that really worried me because motorcyclists were going across our yard and ho- thankfully missing the swimming pool. But all I could think of is one of them's going to go right into that pool and they could drown or who knows what it will cause because of the motor going and everything. And so I, had, I was out with my sons trying to get them up and... Then they came and they did it, which was great. I did happen to step onto a nail and got a nail in my foot during that time, which was not fun. (laughs) But I just had to keep going. I just didn't worry. Even with my littlest one, it was two. I put uh, the water boots on him. I gave him a bucket, opened the uh, living room window, and which was very low window, so it was a good height for him, and had him bailing out the sunken living room that was really sunk at this point. Hmm. That's just unbelievable. Wow. How did you, did you stay there for the next four days and how did you rebuild your lives? Well, first of all, even starting that night, I started reading from Nehemiah where they had to rebuild the wall and we started (laughs) listening to the radio and leaving everybody for those couple nights till Jim got back on the first point he could get back. Uh, We were listening to the radio and hearing what, different people had it damaged because and some things were so weird like somebody whose house fell down but one of the main uh beams of the house stood up with a nail and a picture still hanging up and we would just laugh at some of these things because we knew what had happened with us some things were so weird to have left and other things that were gone so uh, you know it helped to just be together and use some humor with everything and as well as read Nehemiah and know that, you know, even the name Nehemiah means God has comforted past tense. So I said, as we read this, we know God is giving us the comfort we need and everything we need. And, you know, some things from that not only gave me peace, but years later, it helped my daughter so much when they had a huge hurricane in the Florida Keys, Hurricane Irma. And she ended up, as a pastor's wife, helping out to the point where Uncor came and said, can we hire you? You're doing such a great job, and we need some case managers here. (laughs) That's right. She knew exactly what to do. Well, Karen, we're running out of time, but we want to hear more. We want to hear about how God has really given you a foundation of peace. Go to KarenWhiting.com. That's KarenWhiting.com. You can take her mom quiz, mom quiz there, and she has many, many books. She's a mom. She's a grandma. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's a teacher and a trainer. I hope you'll go to KarenWhiting.com. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. I hope you'll have a simply wonderful and beautiful day. Have let God give you the peace today that you need in your heart through the storms of life.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.